0: Back to another episode of Scouting Stuff. You've actually only got me this week, Scouter Ken. And once again, I just have to apologize. I kind of keep apologizing. It's becoming a theme and I hate that, but there it is. Because I have not been keeping up with episodes this month, this year, really at all. I haven't had too many chances to sit down with Scouter Colin, even. And there's a lot been going on in my life, which when I have a chance to sit down with Scouter Colin, I'll probably talk about and you'll hear all about it then. But for now, I wanted to put an episode out there. And this one's going to be a solo. It's going to just be me talking. But chances are, if you've been around in Scouts Canada this year, you may have, and you've heard me allude to this on past episodes of the podcast, but now it's kind of out in the open. So you may have come across an introduction to Scouts Canada's big opportunity, TBO, the big opportunity, as they've been calling it internally for a while. Essentially, what it is, is the recognition that kids need... Well, really what kids need is community. Community and to just get away from the merely online, the merely virtual, more than ever in a post-pandemic world. And for us, as Scouters, that means that, you know, kids need Scouting more than ever in this post-pandemic world. Over the last year, Scouters in Scouts Canada provided over 30,000 kids with a sense of adventure, outdoor experience, and friendship as well as, you know, challenging them to go about navigating the post-pandemic world in a bit more of an in-person kind of way. With restrictions lifting across the country, kids were able to experience a lot of firsts. Their first nights of camping, their first fire lighting, their first hikes. By saying yes, scouters were empowered to work in teams to plan and embark on great adventures. Whether that was, you know, kayaking or camping or cycling or skiing. And, you know, these fun experiences, and I know this is something I've talked about on the podcast many, many times, these fun experiences, these shared outdoor adventures with friends have provided kids with a lot of resilience and social-emotional learning and given them a degree of confidence to, you know, embrace challenges, recover from setbacks, and maintain a better outlook on life. I mean, I hope all of us who have been involved as Scouters for a few years now have seen that in the various youth that have come our way maybe not every last one of them but certainly a number of youth i can certainly think of you know many many times that i have seen youth come to beavers and cubs and scouts and just rise to the challenge and become just amazing individuals through that experience through that you know the shared adventure and the shared opportunity to explore the world and explore new challenges things that you know they wouldn't necessarily get to do in a school setting it's always been my goal as a scouter is to you know really push the the boundaries of what youth are challenged with you know they shouldn't just be able to say oh yeah well we did this at school no that (laughs) that means i failed as a scouter so and hopefully you've seen that too so what is the big opportunity well you know what as experts in outdoor adventures and learning, we have sort of this unique opportunity, the big opportunity as we're calling it, as one team to continue to support kids and to support more kids in communities across the country. The after effects of the pandemic continue to be disproportionately felt by youth, not just you know the school closures, but also the loss of a lot of other activities as well. And I mean, those are coming back online too now. But there was two years there where a lot of important socialization didn't take place for a lot of kids. They're facing challenges unlike any generation before them. Okay, that one was actually from the script. I don't know if that's necessarily true because, you know, it's not wartime or anything like that, but they're definitely facing a significant challenge that I know I didn't face growing up. I imagine a lot of you out there listening probably didn't as well. And we're seeing that in a lot of different ways, like mental health of youth has been in decline. Now, it's been in decline for a while, to be fair. And I mean, some of the fingers can probably be pointed at social media, more than you know the effects of the pandemic but the effects of the pandemic certainly didn't help it poor mental health is right now the number 2 threat to childhood in Canada at least according to raising canada 25% of young people aged 2 to 17 have reported a decline in their mental health when surveyed and there's been a 60% increase in hospitalizations for mental health conditions over the last little while children and youth are also spending less time active and in the outdoors Limited physical activity and play is the number nine threat to childhood, according to Raising Canada. Statistics Canada found that approximately 76% of children aged 5 to 17 were not meeting recommended physical activity guidelines for their ages, and youth were 62% less active outdoors at the height of that pandemic, which is kind of weird because outdoors was like the one place it was safe to be. Although I guess like the playgrounds were closed and a lot of that kind of stuff, so you can see where they would have lost out youth have missed critical social and developmental milestones. 70% of parents surveyed said that their kids had slipped behind in their social-emotional development compared to two years prior. Participation in extracurricular activities has decreased by 50% across the country, and 64% of parents in a Statistics Canada survey responded that uh, their concern about the amount of screen time that their children were engaging in during and after the pandemic was significant. And Scouts is kind of an answer to a lot of this because you know the impact of outdoor experience-based learning is pretty powerful. Youth form stronger connections to nature and youth that already had those connections tended to fare better in all of these other categories, social, emotional, mental health, during the pandemic. Outdoor activity in nature helps youth build resilience, boost their self-esteem, facilitates camaraderie and friendship. All points I know I've talked about on the podcast before as well. And, you know, it has been recognized that outdoor recreation is associated with improved mental and physical well-being in youth and also in adults, for that matter. So, what does all this mean? Well, as you heard me say a little bit ago, you know, communities need us now, us, scouts, more than ever, to help youth... Deal with these challenges, which help deal with you know the mental health decline, the fact that they're not getting outdoors, the fact that they're missing out on having fun with friends. You know we are in such a unique position to put forward a great program that addresses all of that, all of it. If we can capitalize on the big opportunity, and granted that's a big if, you know that allows us to create a movement of happier, healthier youth by providing them with an outdoor program, immersing them in nature, as well as you know giving them social connection, improving their mental and physical well-being all while having fun, of course. Now, it's all well and good to say that, but what does that look like for for us, for Scouters? Because, you know what? A lot of us kept it going during the pandemic. I know there were some Scout groups that shut down, but a lot of us kept it going during the pandemic and did whatever we could to you know, make sure that our youth stayed in contact with each other. And actually, it's been kind of cool, like watching how, um, you know, building discord servers for the scouts or the cubs to meet in and now the scouts continue to use that as a a sort of a back channel for communications and not just for i mean they use it for the camaraderie aspect they use it for some planning stuff as well it's actually been really really awesome to see how you know they sort of maintain those friendships i guess kind of fills the same role that you know calling each other on the phone would have back in the day when i was a kid and they use it very very well wise in the use of all resources as the uh Scout law has it. And that's all well and good. But, you know, the real question around the big opportunity is, okay, well, what does that mean for us right now? The the ones who are already here, scouters, the ones wearing the red shirts. What does that mean? And really what it means, at least for now, is more. Which, granted, is a bit of a challenge because we're all pretty busy people. But more. Because, let's face it, we're already most scout groups, at least that I can think of, are already pretty much at capacity with the number of volunteers that they have. If you have four volunteers that are free on a Wednesday night, great, you can run a scout group of up to 32 kids. If there's 40 kids that want to join, you have a problem. You either need more volunteers or you need to run a second scout group, possibly on a different night. So what does more look like? Well, maybe it means volunteering more of your time, if you can. And granted, that's a challenge. Maybe it means trying to recruit more parents as scouters, which is its own kind of challenge. But it, the nice thing about the scouting program is it kind of, it does a good job of selling itself if it's done right. And if you can bring more people on, because they can hopefully see the the positive changes in their youth, well, then you can continue to expand. Essentially, it means that, you know, all of us who are already in the red shirts either need to look at volunteering with more sections more of our time or having more of these conversations with other people and just really pitching them on becoming involved in scouting in turn and maybe you already do that in your group and if so like that's awesome actually there's a lot of people in scouts canada who'd probably really really like to hear from you and to learn from you like how are you succeeding in doing all of this share those wins there's a whole team now at scouts canada that is all about like collecting information on the scout groups that are just really really rocking it out there right now and bringing in new members and bringing in new scouters And already doing their part to grow the program and reach more youth and help more youth. So if that's what you're already doing, if your group is like on a big growth curve and you're doing great, um, there's some people at Scouts Canada that probably want to hear from you because they really want to know what your secret sauce is and whether it's something that they can export to other groups to help them succeed as well which is what a lot of this big opportunity stuff is about. It's basically like having conversations with scouters and figuring out like where they are, right? If they are the rock stars, their group is already like growing and succeeding and doing amazing. Well, we want to find those people too, because scouts Canada wants to find those people too, because not every group is having that kind of good fortune. And so they want to figure out, you know, is this something that we can bring? Are these ideas we can bring to another group? So if you have an opportunity to have a conversation with somebody about the big opportunity and they've been trying to shop it around, um, don't pass up on doing so because even if you don't have you know, anything that you think you need to do differently than what you're already doing, they might want to collect the information on what you're doing to share with others. Um, is it a lot of work to do all of this? Absolutely. We all have a ton of stuff on our plate. And unfortunately, success in this case, means doing a little more. And it doesn't necessarily have to be leading another section. Like I say, it could just be having those conversations with other people, trying to bring them into the scouting movement as scouters, as volunteers. It could be helping out your group in some capacity, right? You're already a scout leader, but you know maybe your group needs someone to step in also as the registrar. You know Maybe you're good with databases. <laughs> we are only able to help as many youth as is permitted by our ratio. And, you know, the membership requirements that we uh, put in place for scouts, the safety requirements we put in place for scouts, Eight to one. That's the king of it all. Um, that determines exactly how many youth that our group can reach. And that's not going to change. And it shouldn't change. No one is asking for it to change. You know, youth safety is incredibly important. So if we're going to reach more people, we need more people. It's really that simple. And that either means double duty or trying to bring more people in which granted has been tried before at least i've tried it before and you know what like i i mean i've talked about this on other podcast episodes too you can go back and listen to some of them um on things like you know finding and retaining volunteers there's things that work there's things that don't different strategies that groups can employ to try and bring people into the fold you know colin and i were recently talking about well there's the carrot method and there's the stick method and you know sometimes you just have to use the stick method too right well i can't register anybody else like if you want your kid in the program i absolutely respect that it's awesome but i don't have enough scouters you know but if you were to volunteer then you know fine we'll put your kid at the top of the wait list because you stepped up it's not the best way to go about it but on the other hand you know that brought a lot of scouters to my group a lot of whom are still here and they're great guys and girls um through and through just amazing scouters so, you know, don't knock the stick. If you can use the carrot, more the better. I guess the idea behind the big momentum or behind the big, the big momentum, the big opportunity is, well, momentum, right? Is, uh, and again, like this is something that I've seen in a microcosm in my group. We were okay for membership, but struggling for leadership when I first came back to the group, uh, you know, when my daughter wanted to register in Beavers. And, Through a combination of, you know, just doing awesome stuff that the kids were talking to their friends about all the time and wanting to do again. I mean, that was the first part. But then also having those conversations with the parents who kept showing up again and again. Hey, you know, would you like to volunteer? Because it's not just, you know, it's not just about their kid. It is really about the community. It is really about being able to bring this experience, this awesome experience to more of those kids because you know what? If the kids that you already have are having awesome experiences and they're talking about it, they're really enthused about it to their friends, then other kids are going to want to come in and join in those awesome experiences. That's just the nature of it. And maybe the way to start with the big opportunity is to just keep doing what you already do, but do it more awesome, right? Don't just keep reusing content year to year to year to year. Find new stuff. Find new adventures. Find new ways to challenge and engage the youth. Listen to the youth because sometimes they have absolutely amazing ideas that will give you just amazing programming. And then run that programming. Just run it to the absolute, like to your heart's content to just go as crazy as you can. And once you've done that, well, if people come to you and they want to check the program out, absolutely. You can always let people check the program out, right? We always allow people to come and check out a couple of meetings. And you know if that leads to a conversation of like hey you know can we register and it's like well you know what this is the situation we're in we need more people can you be people and if they can great and if they can't maybe they know somebody who does right it doesn't have to be them per se you know do they have a a sister a cousin you know somebody who wants to step in and you know get some volunteer hours for whatever they you know we have a couple of scouters who They don't have any kids in the program. They don't have any kids at all. They came to us, you know, because they were looking for volunteer hours for whatever program they were doing through school, and then they kind of just stuck around. (laughs) And that's great, too, you know. It doesn't have to be the people who are bringing their kids to the program, although those are, you know, your natural opportunities to recruit scouters. It could be, you know, just other people on the periphery, people they know about who are great with kids, but don't have any kids of their own, but wouldn't mind volunteering some time. So, yeah, that's the big opportunity in a nutshell. You're probably going to be hearing about it more if you haven't already, because Scouts Canada is really, really trying to push it out there. And if people want to have those conversations, hear them out, listen to them and talk to them because they want to know about your success. They want to know about your struggles and they want to try and pair up the successful with the struggling so that. More people can be successful. More groups can be successful. And we can expand this beyond 30,000 youth to, well, <laughs> however many more are interested in joining. Anyway, shorter episode because, hey, it's just me talking. And, you know, you're here for the banter half the time. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like you're going to hate me, I assume, if I don't go to, you know, 40, 45 minutes. But the big opportunity. Something Scouts Canada is looking into. Something Scouts Canada is really trying to push out there for Scouters and um, would be volunteers to consider. So if you have the opportunity to chat with somebody about it, please do. If your group is having amazing success, please reach out and tell Scouts Canada about that because they want to be able to export that to other people. And as always, thank you out there for listening and, uh, until next time, be prepared.